Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I'm out here this morning, took an early stroll to Valley Forge Park, and I'm out on the mountain bike trails in the back. And, well, it's been raining on and off, and just a beautiful day to be out walking. Hardly anybody. Only passed one person since I've hit the trails, these back trails. Running with her dog, so I'll tell you, it's just beautiful. What I know is that sometimes life isn't about being at the right place as much as the right place at the right time. I've just noticed that with little things. I'm not talking anything major, just everything in my life. We were, I was talking yesterday to uh, some people. We were talking about faith and the way things work in our lives. And well, the things that I call miracles, it's not so much just what they were and how they happened, but it was the timing thing. That Well, God has a way of kind of helping me know things. Because, you know, if he wouldn't have given me exactly everything at the exact time he did, it wouldn't even happen on a number of these things. So timing seems to quite often be one of those things that kind of help me see the miracles. So, not that anybody else would see that. As I said, I never expect you all to believe a word I say. That's my usual disclaimer. Because I get on here to talk about Jesus and the Holy Spirit and what they mean to me and why it is I do what I do and and I, I do have people that listen sometimes on here, but the truth of the matter is it's more for me, kind of a, well, I don't know who's it for, I'll tell you the truth, the Holy Spirit told me to do it. <laughs> he came up with the idea, gave me the idea one time, and boom, next thing you know is I had a friend helping me tell me a site to go to to figure it out, and I got on here and figured it out. So I can't say that I'm doing anything wonderful, but I think I'm doing it right, even when I'm doing it wrong. So that's the beautiful thing about this thing that the Holy Spirit showed me, see, is I used to be like the majority of the world, and I was running through my life trying to accomplish all this stuff. I didn't even know what I was trying to accomplish, when I didn't even understand why. The truth of the matter is we get so wrapped up in everybody else's purpose for us that we completely lose the truth of the purpose that we're supposed to have for ourselves. And the truth is, if you believe in God, well, in the end, even if it didn't start out that way, your purpose would end up being His. And His would end up being yours. But, even though I say that's the truth, it's probably a lie. Who knows, right? Because this is what I know. I know that... <laughs> On and off through my life, my Father's will has been my will. Well, His will is our will. So therefore, no matter what it is we're getting, we're getting what it is He wants for us because well, He wants us to make the choice because, well, let's just say that if He didn't want us to make the choice, we'd have no choice to make because you are in the Father and the Father's in you and everything that you've done, He's done for you and 
I don't know how to explain that to you, except explain it to you, and I don't know if that's where I'm supposed to go with this conversation just yet, because, well, you got on here, you see that I just kind of, I don't, I don't get on here with the topic. There's another guy that says some really good stuff, but he's, he gets on here and he talks and kind of preps himself for it. I like what he has to say, but what the Holy Spirit showed me is that that's not what I'm supposed to do. Because when I think about what it is I'm thinking about, and I just let it happen, well then the Holy Spirit can use me to say things that I would not be willing to necessarily write down and say in advance. Because you know, sometimes I have a tendency to call things just for what they are, and whether you agree with it or not, and if I was to be writing things out, I'd be thinking about what it is you're going to think about what I'm saying, and well, that isn't the, what the Holy Spirit taught me and how to do this. Because that's the problem, see? We, we all get educated on God instead of letting God educate us on Himself. And, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I got partly educated by reading a couple books here or there, but the truth of the matter is, no man sent me to those books. My father did. The Holy Spirit's like that. You're going to need truths in your life, and well, your truths aren't going to be mine, and mine aren't going to be yours, but they'll be exactly alike, yet nothing the same. I don't know how to explain all these things to you, friend, because it just doesn't make any sense, even though it makes sense all the while. And if you want to understand this thing called love and life and the Holy Spirit, well, it means you're going to have to make decisions that aren't always the easiest decisions to be made. I do that all the time. Kind of changed my life around. I don't have much anything left, but these walks in the wilderness, and I'm still helping people. That's what really matters, see, because that's what my God, that's what my Father wants. My Father wants us to love thy neighbor as thyself, and well, every one of you on this planet are my neighbor. So one way or the other, when I can help you, I will, but I don't know how. That's for him to decide. He tells me what I need to do and when I need to do it. And that might not make sense to most, but I just believe that he, he teaches me the right thing. It's like sometimes when people are asking for money because they need money, sometimes I give it and sometimes I don't. But it's never because I know, it's because I follow this gut instinct. And it probably has it give me has me give it more than not. Because tell you the truth, friend, they were our gift. We weren't theirs. See, it isn't that I just heard an episode or uh, saw on television or something on the internet. I don't remember about where they were saying that you shouldn't give money to the homeless people because there's plenty of services out there and they're just going to use money to drugs. And Well, the truth, friend, is I don't necessarily give it to them for them. <laughs> because what people don't understand is my father allows all this stuff to happen so that we can choose who we are. And see, so when I choose to give my father a gift by giving it to a homeless man on the street, whether he goes and spends it on drugs or food, really is not my problem, nor is it my concern. 
That's my father's problem, my father's concern. Because if he puts somebody in front of me and I feel as though I should give him some money, but then here's the truth. The truth is, I'm not that man's gift. That man, or woman, was my gift, friend. See, we're here to learn love by experience. So when we are willing to give more, for no particular reason except for we know that it's the right thing to do, and we do it in the name of our Father, so we give things to others as a gift from God, you can't go wrong. If the man goes and uses the money instead of on food and uses it on drugs and alcohol and kills himself with it, well then, I gave it to him in the purpose of what my father asked, and that is just out of love. Because the truth of the matter is, that's his decision, not mine. But what happens is, by giving him that money, I get the experience that I'm looking for, and that is that I give money to another, which... It happens to be the gift sometimes I give, and other times it's other things. I told you, it's simple things. But these gifts, I give them to you for you, but I'm also giving them to me for me. I told you this whole kingdom thing is a selfish, even though it's not all the while. Because I don't know how to explain this to you, but Jesus, even though, well, he was being about as selfless as one could be, he was still being selfish. <laughs> he told you that. He said that that death of his... It's going to be like giving birth. You see, women can give birth to a children, a new thought. Because a child is a new thought, friend. So what Jesus did is, Jesus became like a woman. He gave birth to a new thought of love. The greatest thought of love. His child, it turns out, better than any other. Because, well, he was the child. <laughs> this thought spread to us all. And the dilemma was, why did he do what he did? And I'll tell you what, friend, because I told you, you know I don't believe in eternal hell if you've listened to many of these. You know that I don't believe in my father's eternally angry because, well, that doesn't make any sense once you do what Jesus asked. Because once I forgave my debtors their debts so that I could be forgiven mine, well, I had to understand how to do it, friend. I'm telling you, these tasks aren't easy. They aren't things that you just go... Oh, well, I forgive you and it's done. No, friend, there's a part of your mind that doesn't want to forgive nothing. There's a part of your heart that stays dark and it's hard. The key is looking at your own truths, looking at your own failings. If you're willing to look at the darkness within your own mind and your own heart, friend, you'll be able to forgive everyone else the darkness in theirs. But if you're not willing to admit that you've got darkness in your heart and in your mind, well, then you won't be able to forgive them and therefore you won't be able to receive any forgiveness because you don't think you need any. This other guy I was talking about, <laughs> well, I'll tell you his name because he, uh, he's just got some really good stuff of what I've seen and that was John Chaffee and he has a thing on uh, YouTube. But he does it for a church and I'm not a big fan of using names of churches and stuff when I talk because, well, because I have a tendency to call Christians quite often hypocrites, friend, because I'm a hypocrite. I've told you that right from the start. Because I'll tell you, people believe that they're going to get this John 3.16, they're going to get their death, or they're going to get their life in, when they die, and they're just not getting it because they just didn't give it in their life. That isn't what Jesus said, see. 
Jesus told you that many a thing, and if John 3.16 was real, then so was everything else he said, and if it wasn't, then it was just another lie. So you can't tell me that you know the truth of one when there is no truth, it's just a whole bunch of lies, because that's the truth of the matter. The truth is that there is no truth except the truth you have about the truth you had. See, we can... Christians, where they use that Bible to come up with all kinds of truths, and none of them are really true, even though they are all the while, because they believe them, just like me. I, I can't tell you that what I believe is right, because it's wrong. Because you'll declare it so. And since it's wrong for you, then it's wrong, but for me it's right. And since it's right for me, well, then it's right. And that's the way this works. It doesn't matter whether I'm right or wrong, I just am, because I am, well... I am what I am. I'm nothing more, nothing less. No reason to be anything except for what it is that I choose to be. And well, what I choose to be just is what it is, even though it is nothing at all. I have a mountain biker coming up the trail. I'm going to see if I can hop off the trail here somewhere and let them go on by. This quarantine thing, not supposed to get within six feet of each other. So... That's the problem, that John 3.16, it just doesn't make any sense unless you say that Jesus, because if Jesus was in the Father and the Father was in Him, well then you have to understand everything He said, because you can't take one little thing He said and turn it into a religion, friend, it just doesn't work. Either He was in the Father and the Father was in Him, or He wasn't. It is that simple. There is no other truth, except the truth there is. And that's the one that you choose to have. So if that is your truth, then let it be. But you just can't do that and then pretend you're going to get this kingdom, see? And, and I'll tell you what's disturbing about it to me is, friend, we've got, well, we got all these politicians getting up there praying in front of everybody, acting like they know Jesus. They don't know Jesus or they'd be doing something else. I don't know what to tell you. It's not that I'm upset with them. The fact is that I keep talking to these folks that declare themselves atheists because they talk about the hypocrisy of, and the insanity. And the truth of the matter is they shouldn't believe the, th the things about Jesus that you should believe you have to do to understand, see. There's the challenge. Why would they believe that this man healed people when this stuff is 2,000 years old? I'm going to tell you. The truth that will save you was not what he did. He said, blessed for you that you have to see what it is I do in order to know who it is I am. But if you know who he is, well, the true miracle isn't what he did. The miracles are what he said. Because he said some amazing things to give you some amazing things to know. And if you do the things that he asked, you'll find this thing called the kingdom. Because if you manage to forgive other people, here becomes your dilemma. If you forgive your debtors their debt, 
for all that they've done to you, and if you're like me and you've had some people do some stuff to you, well then, friend, once you've accomplished that and you forgive them for they know not what they do and realize they just don't know what they do and that's the reason they do it. That's the truth of the matter is it was never about them intentionally hurting you. It was about them hurting themselves. Well, friend, once you come to that conclusion and you know that in your heart and you get to know this thing called love and forgiveness, well, the problem is you've now got a greater love than God Well, maybe the Christians don't quite have it as, as right as they thought they did. Because they're talking about this eternal hell, friend. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If I forgive you for that debt, and I'm not your parent, and I forgive you for you know not what you do, and my parents love me more than just a little bit, and I can tell you no matter what I did to them, no matter what I did to anybody, they would never condemn me to an eternal suffering. There's just no way about it. So... When you do what Jesus asks, you come to this place, this conclusion. You come to realize that you can't be greater than God. Your love and forgiveness is not greater than God's. And because it is not greater than God's, it God's is even greater than what it was that they were told. And I'll tell you, very few people tell talk about this. Because they know that, well... A, Christianity gets kind of riled up about it the moment you start bringing Jesus into these things. But B, the other thing is, earlier on, you don't want the wolves to really think about these things, friend, because if they're not willing to think about forgiveness, well, the only reason they're not actually devouring your flesh is because, well, they think they're going to get this kingdom in their death. So they stay in the pews of them churches doing what they think they're going to that, that's going to get them this free kingdom all they have to do is believe that Jesus died on the cross for them and they don't do anything too ridiculous and well they get this kingdom and well that's just not the truth of it but I'm not here to bring the world to chaos because that's the reason Jesus said that Jesus was trying to keep a secret if the Holy Spirit wanted to keep a secret, he would have told me not to say nothing about it instead of leading me to these conclusions and then egging me on to talk all the time because I'll tell you, friend, I try to follow what the Spirit tells me to do, and He leads me to look at certain things, and sometimes will just lead me to watch something on TV or lead me to things. And I know I told you, if you believe that God won't lead you to messages, then you don't want to listen to me, because I listen for every message my Father gives me. And I'll tell you what I see. I see a world full of selfishness, And I see this coronavirus has gotten people almost to think about what it is they're thinking about. But I'm afraid they won't think for very long. And because they're not going to think about it for very long, because nobody likes the idea. Because I'll tell you, you have to, sometimes you have to walk through fear, you know, you have to go through hell to find heaven. This kingdom isn't found by pretending that there isn't suffering going on in this world, friend. You can pretend that. That isn't what Jesus said. Jesus said, Blessed to those that uh, mourn, for they shall be comforted. So if you're not mourning, what we're doing to one another, friend, your heart isn't flesh. I'm telling you, if you look at this world, it's got it, there's a painful stuff going on. And, and this is my Father's kingdom, just like it's ours. It was always his landlord's coming for his rent. That's what he said. He said at the end. 
he's coming for his rent. But truth of the matter is, he never left. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, he's in you and you're in him, and you just didn't know all along that everything you're doing to someone else, you're doing to him. So if you're stealing from one, you're stealing from him. And you're stealing from yourself. That's the real truth. The truth is that people just don't realize that what they do to everyone else, they're doing to themselves. There is no cheating other people without cheating yourself. People that hurt other people don't realize they're hurting themselves. They don't realize that their bad opinion of themselves is because of their lack of ability to believe anything else. But friend, that's the reason Jesus gave you all those tasks. That's why he said give those gifts in secret. Because then that thought of Satan can't take them from you once you start giving them. Once you start giving them and you don't get credit for them, well, then you have credit with God and this Holy Spirit. And now you can talk to him and this thought of Satan just has no power over you because, well, it needs to say, well, you took credit for that. And friend, I get on here every now and then tell you some of the things I do, but I'm not doing it for credit. The truth of the matter is I'm giving up a few secret weapons of my own that I keep in the kingdom, and I'm willing to lose them because I want you to have your own set. And the problem is these Christians just aren't talking about these spiritual weapons about to give the gifts in secret. They... They'll talk about all this stuff, but they don't understand. A lot of people don't understand why it is he asked you to do what you did, because, well, people just aren't doing it. And I'm telling you, if you do these things, you're going to end up with feeling good about yourself, a feel good that no one can take from you, friend. That thought of Satan that's in your head, because it's in all our heads. Some of us call it ego. Some of, it call us, some of us call it fear. Some call it, you know, all these things, pride, you can call it whatever you want. You can give this demon a hundred different names. You can call it whatever you want, because it really doesn't matter. It's not, it's a thought, not an entity in the way that you're thinking of. It has no power, except the power it has. And that's the point. The point is that, well, love just is the purpose, and there's just no other purpose except the one it has. And that's the truth. The truth is that God is the love you seek, and if you do these things that Jesus asked, you're going to end up with this life that I can't explain to you. And I'm not saying you have to do what I do. I'm saying that read for yourself. I don't want you to buy into a word I say, friend. It was me following what Jesus said is what caused me to end up finding this thing called the kingdom. And now that I have it, I just don't want anything else. But there is a price to pay for it, friend, and if you ever get it... You're going to have to trade the world for it if you want it in its entirety because Jesus said you were going to have to. Nobody believed that, friend. But as I found that all the things that he was saying had a meaning and that there's a truth and there's something to learn from each of those things, well, to come to see the truth of everything means to have to be able to let everything go because Jesus said in order to die or in order to live, you have to be willing to die. And he wasn't lying, and well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because all the truths that you hold on to so dearly, I'll tell you, if my Father shows you the truth, all these things that you hold so dear aren't going to have a whole lot of meaning after that, because, friend, here's the truth. Now that I know in my heart that I'm in my Father, my Father's in me, well, I know He's in you, and you're in Him. And anything I do to you, I do to Him. So I can't even protect myself from you without doing to him what it is I'm doing to you. So there becomes my dilemma, friend.
here's the secret of the ages. The ages that have held the secret. Jesus has put this to you, and it was a secret held for those that want it. And even though I'm telling you right out what it is, even though I'm telling you how to get it, no one's really going to believe that anyway, because, well, if they'd have done what Jesus asked a long time ago, they wouldn't be listening to some dude from the dark. Because, <laughs> friend, I'm telling you, I've lived a shameful life. I shouldn't even be on here. I told you I'm a prodigal son at best. But this is what I know. I know that Jesus is a beautiful thing because you don't have to believe I'm anything because I'm nothing. And I know that because Jesus said, why do you call me good teacher? Only one is good, that is God. And since that's the truth, well, if Jesus could not proclaim to be good, well then surely I will never be able to proclaim to be good either. And that just is what it is. So, he also said, of myself I am nothing, it is the Father who doeth the works. And therefore, since it's my Father that did his works, if he couldn't claim credit for even what he said, and he gave all the credit to his Father, well, then it would make sense that I would give all the credit to my Father also, which is His Father, because His Father is all of our Father. He taught us to pray our Father in heaven, not our God. That word God leaves us feeling distant. When you start thinking of Him as Dad, you start thinking of Him as a much more intimate relationship. And that is what my Father wants. That is what the Holy Spirit wants. That is what Jesus wants. And the three are one, and the one are three. And I can't explain it to you until you find it out for yourself. Even though I've been explaining it all along. Because the truth of the matter is, there's nothing outside of my Father. There's just no way of explaining it. Not in a way that makes sense to the world, because I'm telling you, every truth you have is just one more lie. The only real truth is the one my Father has. And we'll never understand it in its entirety here, friend, because it is just that deep. There's just no other way of explaining these things. It just is what it is. There went my phone. I forgot to put it on vibrate. So a text was coming in. You have to excuse me. I'm out here in the woods, but that doesn't stop the world from turning. Well, that's just the truth of it. The truth of it is that love is the way. My father's everything to me. And, well, if you want this kingdom, then he'll have to become everything to you, too. And Jesus' message will give you the path to get there if you so choose to take it. But there's just no easy path to it. You're going to have to make decisions and choices. And I can tell you, so even though you're going to find that you're going to do it for selfish reasons, you have to give up selfishness in order to become selfish. I don't know how to explain that to you. Because Jesus had to give up what he had. Well, I've given up a lot of what I've had. That doesn't mean I don't have things. I've still got a car to drive around in and a house to live in. 
but I've given up a lot of things because, well, they just weren't, they just weren't right. They were selfish. And I'm doing this not for you or for me. I'm doing it for my father because he showed me the truth of who he was. And once he did that and I saw the truth of what he is without us, well, I just see that the more love I bring him, the greater he feels. And the greater he feels, the greater I feel for bringing it to him. Even though I can't prove any of this is true. Just looks like one more lie, right? <laughs> so, but that's the beautiful thing about this life, see, is it's not about proving that it's right or wrong. It's just doing and being what it is you are, knowing that it's the right thing to do and be. Here comes that wind blowing the rain out of the trees. I better be careful. I'm going down a hill again. And with that rain, it's got everything a little muddy, so... And I don't have my walking adventure stick with me, just the umbrella today. I usually have my whole set gear set on, but... Not this morning. So... That's been 29 minutes, so it's about time for this thing to end anyway. Just know that my Father loves you, and I'm telling you that if you do what Jesus asked, and you want... And this is the truth. The truth is you have to want this. Because if you don't want love, if you haven't come to the conclusion that love is what you want, then finding a kingdom won't do you any good. Because, well, what you're going to find is what you really want to do is you just want to be loved. You want to be accepted. You want to be acknowledged. And I'm telling you, my father will do that through his children and through himself without his children. He will do all kind of miracle things for you. But you have to come to believe and start doing them for him. All right, friend, we're out of time. May God bless you and yours.